Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, listeners. Kevin and I need your help. Yes, we need your help. Please, please, please. We need your stars. We need your reviews, you guys, on iTunes so we can start to climb those iTunes rating charts. It's simple. Open iTunes, click on the iTunes store, search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. If you need some help, think of one star being Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the road company of the last five years, and five stars being free front row tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> Although, when you think about it, I actually would give five stars to the road company of Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the last five years, because I think that would be uh, awesome. I would love to hear, can I hear moving too fast as Paul? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the really, that's the one I really want. She's the chick's the goddess. <laughs> Been through Erica Schwartz and Danica Weiss. And the Handelman twins. <laughs> so there you go. You can also leave a comment if you like. That's it. That's your reviews. It. Send us Thank your reviews, you. friends. Thank you. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the... It's not Behind the Curtain. This is our favorite That's things. right. Keep drinking the sauce, Rob. Very <laughs> allegedly, good. Allegedly. Allegedly drinking the sauce. <laughs> it's our Throwback Thursday day. Hashtag TBT. Hashtag TBT. Hashtag really yes, hashtag queen. TBT. Yeah. Yes, queen. <laughs> oh my God. What is that? What is that? Yeah. It's amazing how that got started. That, that has just become. Where did it get started? I don't even know where it got started. Now. It just came out of nowhere? Um, well, I remember it because I watched this this like meme of I Love Cats. Okay. And then, uh, not the musical. Wait a minute. Are you I wanna... love the animal. Wait, do you like sit on YouTube and you watch the cat videos and stuff? I m- might. Wait, really? Do that. Yes. Guilty. I love a good cat. And so there was a cat video like a year or two ago. Maybe it was a year and a half ago. And it was this cat, three different, it was a vine. And it was three different takes of this cat just looking up at his owner being like, meow, meow, meow. And then there was a voiceover they did of it. And they put it on BuzzFeed. And the cat's like, yas, yas, yas. And, the, and I watched it probably 800 times. And I think that became very popular. I feel like it was done on RuPaul's. You know, the gay culture helps us with so many things like, 
and that kind of stuff. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. they get all that stuff from like, you know, now that everyone's listening to everybody and the internet makes everything possible. Yeah. So I think that it's been propagated, but now everybody does it. Now everyone's just yassing all over the place. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I don't yes. I don't read BuzzFeed. There's only like so many articles I can read I about. Do, yeah, like, if I get bored, I'll, I'll look at it. 27 like, things you, know, you might remember right. if you went to a cafeteria in 1996. <laughs> totally, totally. Or like, are you, are you Monica or Phoebe? Find out which one you are by answering this pop quiz. <laughs> which one has know? the better career? Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. A, oh, yeah. Like, when, do you remember Clarissa explains it all? <laughs> well, we can explain your life in five questions. You know, that kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. I love those 90s stuff. Totally. Oh my so, God! Um, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. How have you been? Very on. good. Yeah, very good. Uh, you know what? Lately, I've been obsessed. Sutton and I have been obsessed with watching this O.J. Simpson TV show. Sutton, your wife, not Sutton FX. Foster. Yes, that's right. I I married to Sutton Crawford. Yes. Uh, and we watched this O.J. Simpson. Um, Me too. It's so good. And Sutton just finished reading the book too. I read she the book too. Was obsessed with the Jeffrey Tubin. He wrote the book. Yeah. And he's also the consultant on this TV show. Oh, I, I loved it. I find that it just absolutely captivating. I, you know, we lived through that that case like yeah. that was i was i was i remember exactly where i was when the verdict was read we lived 30 minutes away oh, from it crazy Rob. oh my god i'm not sorry not to like no. throw you off track but i remember like my mom was really into the trial and so she, on weekends we would go like as a family Nuh-uh. and seriously drive from uh his house to her house to see if he had enough time to commit the crime. That I'm not joking. Is incredible. Seriously, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it, I feel like this TV series is so well done. Yeah. Uh, if if a little, they get a, sometimes they get the camera, they get a little camera happy. Like they there, there are takes. Oh, that it's I'm very, like, very I'm yeah. Like 360, 580, like all around there. Yeah, like, there's they, some they, big camera shots you know, happening. It's, it's 580. That's not 360 plus 360. But they're inventive. Good job, Kevin. Good. But, yeah. Thank you for like challenging what we can do with a camera, Kevin. Yeah. I think that was great. <laughs> Let's push forward to 560. <laughs> Why the hell can't we? One and a half resolu- revolutions. <laughs> anyway, but it's it's a fun show, and I think the acting and writing is really incredible. Well, you it. know why? Because that cast is so theatrically based. I mean, look at all right? the people you have up there. There's uh, Nathan Cuba Lane. Cuba Jr. Cuba Gooding <laughs> Snow Dogs, He's which so was good in, one of the Pulitzer Prize-winning plays that's right. of the, the 1980s. What's that movie that he was in where he had to pretend like they were gay on the gay cruise? Oh, no, Love uh, that movie. Love Boat, Gay I Cruise? Say. No, cruise ship. What the heck? Uh, uh, oh, God. Can somebody help us out here? Right, like anyone saw that. <laughs> one, one listener is like, I love I'm, it. I'm disappointed in myself that I know that. Oh, my God. No, it was a horrible movie. I think someone gave it to me as a joke once. But Cuba, <laughs> so anyway, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding from Jr. Golden on, Boy is in it. Courtney B. Vance from Fences. Who is unbelievable. Brilliant. He is so good in this. Sarah Paulson had a great stage Fantastic. career. Uh, Robert Morse yeah. is in it as uh, Dominic Dunn. Yeah. Right? No, that's... No, I he, mean... He, yeah. Oh, it's really Stephen well Pasquale is... Or pa- yeah. Is it Pasquale play, or Pasquale? Pasquale, I think. And he's doing Robert Bygroom literally right he's now. He's brilliant. He's in brilliant. I enjoyed brilliant him in Robert that. Bygroom. Even if the ads kind of confused me because I thought from the ads we're totally going non sequitur. But I, I was like, oh my gosh, this I've never seen Robert Bygroom. It's so serious. And then I went to see it and it was like... Oh, so much fun. Like the... So much scenery being chewed in oh, the best yeah. possible way, but the ads are so like dark and brooding. Oh no, sexy. but lighthearted and bouncy and beautiful, fun and, and crazy. But yes, yeah, even just playing uh, Furman. Uh, uh, oh yeah, he's Mark what Furman. A dark, dark character. Yeah, that must have been tough to do. I wonder. You know what? I wonder. In all seriousness, if maybe thirty years from now, maybe not a musical, but an opera. Oh, interesting. 
yeah. that they'll try to make well, it into an so opera. It's so theatrical that it's. I mean, it, it's. I could hear that singing. I really could. I love opera, you know. And, yeah. And I would. I would. I would see that. I don't know. Sure. Maybe not. An, I don't know if in our lifetimes or when we're much older. But I, I wonder I if maybe. anyone will tackle it at so. some point. Yeah, such an interesting time, oh, yeah. but but filled with musical theater performers. So anyway, so you and your wife are watching yeah, that. Yeah, watch that. It's great. Love it. Yeah, it's a good that. show. It's a great. Fantastic. It's a great. Show. Yeah. Oh, sorry, John Travolta from Hello. Over Here. Was it Over Here or Over There? What's it? Over. What's the World War One song? Over here. Over there. No. Over, over there. there. Over there. Over there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh. He was in that. In Greece. With the, oh, in the Greece. He was a replacement Danny Zuko. And he has in the original original Broadway production. People forget. And Saturday Night Fever. Hello. Has one of my favorite lines in Saturday Night Fever. My hair. You touch my hair. Nice. That was I good, love Rob. it. That, that was, was really not. Good. That was not the best. Can you do that as Paul Lind? <laughs> my hair. No, I can't do it. <laughs> my hair. You touch my hair. <laughs> Thank you. I love Paul Lind. I know I you love do. Him. I know you do. Um, Oh, oh, so how sorry. Was your week? No, God, I was going to tell you a very inappropriate Paul Lynn story, but I don't. Aren't I, they all? I don't think I can. Um, it's okay. This is so graphic, but I'm. I'll just bleep it out. This story goes because you know Paul Lynn used to do a lot of summer stock, which they don't really do anymore. I mean, a lot, he of, would old, do, a lot of all the old stars used to do like in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, they used to go and they yeah, do a lot of I'm summer t- stock. I'm telling this story. I heard this story on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, which mm-hmm. is what it's called. And if you haven't listened to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, it is brilliant. Brilliant. We got some of our inspiration from Oh, absolutely. Podcast. Got yeah. a lot of our inspiration from him because, God, they, him and Frank Santo Padre, the coast, are amazing. But he tells a story that Paul Lynn was walking into one of these old barns, what he was going to do, <laughs> summer stock in, and he goes, This barn smells like <laughs> I think. So, oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> the gi- whoever cast him and said he's going to be. Mr. McAfee, like a father of two, I think is amazing. Yeah. I love him. I love him. And if you listen to him, if you listen to the original cast recording of Bye Bye Birdie of him singing kids and you watch the movie, it's like night and day difference. Like in the movie, he is 10 times campier than if you listen to the original really? cast recording. Yeah, because in the. In I the, forget he did both. I, oh, I he forget did both. that. that yeah. he, was, he was the And dad then there's this both. weird clip of him from the Tony Awards singing it, like in 1971. Yes. And that's just like a campy as all get out then there's this halloween special i love the halloween special uh that i think that's gonna have to be one of our yeah we're gonna have to talk about that another day, another another day, day because yeah, we'll wait till halloween this yeah. year but oh my god trick Jeez. or treat <laughs> so uh sorry no what's your uh your throwback today oh my throwback today i forgot that we even did this uh because <laughs> we're having so much fun no. um one of the last great golden age musicals i think that nobody remembers because it came out in 1972. Oh. And the shows that come out that same season are A Little Night Music. Yeah. Right? Which is very adult, very sophisticated. Oh, very Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Right? Right after Company and Follies. Um, Pippin, same mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Sip, Bob Fosse, right? Meta Theatrical. And then Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope. Oh, African American, yes, Grant, right, a, a musical first that African American like, yes. female writer, yes, and a dark subject matter, yeah. And amongst these really different shows comes Sugar, Sugar, Sugar. Uh, totally. For those of you who speaking of Robert Morris, speaking of Robert Morris, yeah. absolutely. For those of you who don't know Sugar. 
I stumbled upon it one day at a used record store in oh. my hometown when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, the used record store was literally called Used Records. Mm-hmm. And I was going through and I looked at the cover art of the album and I said, boy, this kind of looks like if somebody had made a musical mm-hmm. of Some Like It Hot. Yeah. And lo and behold, well, it is, yes. it's a musical yeah. version of Some Like It Hot. Yeah. It's Julie Stein. Doing who did Gypsy? Who and, did you know? I mean, Gypsy so many, so many bells are ringing, and so oh many my great God and Funny shows. Girl, yeah, right. And lyrics are by Bob Merrill, oh, who also Bob did Merrill's Funny Girl. Yeah. Now this this is the only way I remember Bob Merrill, and I think this is so, <laughs> this is so sad. I'm so sorry. Bob Merrill was this brilliant lyricist, Funny Girl. Uh, how much is that doggy in the window? Yeah, Carnival. If I knew you were coming out of bake well, Carnival. The cake. He did. Didn't he do the music as well? To Carnival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. was a composer I mean, as great, well. I mean, great legacy. Um, he killed himself in the nineties. He he ended his own life, um, and it was horrible because every time he played it on the news, this is so horrible. Uh-uh. They would go. And today, uh, composer and lyricist Bob Merrill killed himself outside of his Beverly Hills home. How much is that doggy in the window? And I'm like, this is why? This is why? Of all songs, you why picked. are you doing this? Like, this is the song you're gonna. And then there was another network. Oh, that they could was have done like, the parties over. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry, that's bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he didn't do. It. He didn't do bells are ringing. That's, that's no, that. but still, but still, I was just like, <laughs> it's so horrible. But I'm like, that's. My parade. But it was like always yeah. serious, yeah, and no. it was like you know, Bob Merrill shot and <laughs> killed himself today. And then you know, if I knew you were coming out of bake to cake, <laughs> I'm like, this is no, no, you guys can't. And directed by Gower Champion, mm-hmm. coming off of The Happy Time, off of Pretty Bell. So all of these different types of, you know, flop musicals well, or musicals. Yeah, and, that and this yeah. is po- the post-hair generation when musical it, theater essentially changed completely. Absolutely. Uh, and we're not having our Fiddler on the Roofs anymore and our Funny Girls, but now we've got pop music suddenly that is pop music, taking the Broadway stage. Musicals that have something that they really want to say. Yeah. Musicals like, don't bother are, me, I can cope. Like, I mean, don't that, bother yeah. me, I can't cope. You know, and even shows like Pippin have a very specific commentary on the bleakness of life. Yep. An edge that's perfect. And in the middle of all of this darkness comes sugar. So if you've never seen Some Like It Hot, just a little reminder. First of all, mm-hmm. Some Like It Hot is considered to be the greatest comedy ever made yep. on film. Yep. And if you watch it today, 60 years later or something, it's still oh my God. hysterical. Marilyn Monroe. I mean, like It's it, Marilyn Monroe in her best performance. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, Jack Lemmon, I think, in his best comic performance. I love him in this movie, yeah. Um, and Tony Curtis. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what happens, Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon are two band members um, who witness the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Mm-hmm. The mob is after them to kill them so they don't you know, testify. And so in order to get out of town, they dress as women. So it's almost like Connie and Carla, but reversed. Yeah, I <laughs> Does anyone know Connie and Carla, the movie? Yeah. They're, they're, they're yes. two women with that Tony have to dress as drag queens at a drag queen club because they're the mob is after them or whoever's after them and they have to like lie. Yeah, but anyway, d- no, no, no. They all that movie has one of the most brilliant wraparounds. Maybe that'll be a, Run. my favorite things. Do you remember what they're that uh, the mobsters that are chasing them? They always go see dinner theater productions of Mame. That's right. I was like, that's the funniest. And like, they do duets of like cats and like yes. Angela Weber songs, but in those cheesy harmonies. Connie and like, Carla. I forgot about like, that. Don't cry for me, yard, but in like thirds. Like, yes, it's <laughs> Argentina, and it's it's Tony Collette and uh, Nia uh, Vardalis from like, uh, My Big Fat Greek yeah. Wedding. God, yes, anyway, it's, that's wow. a funny. No, sorry, sorry but guys. a very funny movie. But yes, for those of you, so, it's Connie and Carla. So it's just basically older. that plot. It's that you, plot, and they dress as women. 
to get out of town, and they join Sweet Sue's band. Love it. Um, and it's all female orchestra members. But as it goes on, Tony Curtis falls in love with Marilyn Monroe. Of course. Um, and he has to, you know, then create another alter ego, a masculine alter mm-hmm. ego, so he can woo her. Jack Lemmon also sort of has feelings for Marilyn Monroe, but he's being pursued uh, by Joey Brown, who's this eccentric rich guy who falls in love with Jack right. Lemmon. Yes, he thinks totally. she's a woman. As the woman, yes. Yeah, and it's got one of the best... Everyone says, I think, the greatest last line of any movie... Do you remember this? No, I don't remember what the line is. So Jack Lemon and uh, Joey Brown are on uh, a ship, on a boat, and they've, they've, everything has been solved, except that Joey, Lewis, uh, Joey Brown still has feelings for her, Jack Lemon. And he says, Jack Lemon says, as still dressed as a woman, he goes, well, you know, um, I'm a horrible cook. He goes, that's okay. And he goes, um, I can't have kids. He goes, that's okay, we'll adopt. And Jack Lemon rips off his wig and goes, I'm a man. And he goes, nobody's perfect. <laughs> and the movie ends. And it's one of the... Be- I, I am not doing it justice. It is one wow. of the best last lines of a movie. Um, so, here's, so here's the thing. So it was made a musical. They made it into a musical. It's got an amazing score. Great Philip Lang orchestrations. Mm. I mean, this is jazz. This is brass. Yeah. If you do this show... I don't want to hear it without no that, those orchestrations. Yeah. No sense. Oh my God! Please, no <laughs> sense. Um, and so, anyway, it's it's one of these wonderful, wonderful musicals that just. It put, I said it just puts you in a goddamn good mood. It does. I don't know what else to say. I mean, the the uh, title. Robert Morris and oh yeah, sorry, I should tell you about the the broadcast. Tra- uh, Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts, best known from like Annie Hall and yeah. all that stuff. He's he's the Tony Curtis character. Mm-hmm. Elaine Joyce who's now married to Neil Simon. She's Uh the Marilyn Monroe character. And the musical just didn't get the reviews. I think it should have got it. People said, you know, it's one critic said, oh, it feels like Bob Merrill's been too long at the rhyming dictionary. Oh. And, you know, the music isn't so hot. I totally disagree. Time period. I think if this were to come out now... I think people would really, really appreciate it. But it goes back to a a bigger point. And this is something I wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. about, and I would love for our listeners to chime in. It seems to me that movies that get adapted into a musical are usually the most successful when the movie is more cult status, more unknown. Interesting. And when a movie is incredibly well-known by the general public, it doesn't usually translate to a successful adaptation so like and i feel that I was think you're right it's and a, I, high, it's a higher bigger price tag because yeah. you're more familiar with the movie because if you remember so a lot like the producers the movie right and hairspray the hairspray, movie totally. were cult movies they weren't movies that everybody mm-hmm. knew they were known to a specific population same thing full monty i think full monty once mm-hmm. was the same way yeah. and then when you get and I think the problem with Some Like It Hot is also, I think, the same problem something like 9 to 5 mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. or The Wedding Singer oh, had, yeah. which is when everybody knows it. And so iconic for certain moments and certain, yeah. Yeah, and you know, as brilliant as Robert Morris and Tony Roberts and Elaine Joyce are, it, you really are competing with the memory of yeah. Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis and Marilyn Monroe. And that soon, too, yeah. And that, that's the other thing, because the movie comes out, what, like 1959, 1960? So and this later. is. 10, 12 years yeah. later, and people, you're still competing with that memory. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that's a valid 
statement. Yeah. You know, like, for example, not everybody knew Le Cage Fall, the French film. Right. And then it's this big, huge... So I'm wondering if that's... If the more cultish and the more obscure the movie is, the better chance it has of succeeding because you're not competing really with a lot of yeah, I wonder. memories. I don't know. So anyway, though, please, uh, my musical this week is Sugar. Great score, really funny, great duet for men called yeah. The Beauty That Drives Men Mad, where the, it's the first time they, yeah. s- they have to pass themselves off as women. Although I can't remember who said it. They were like, if they don't want to be known or discovered... Why are they singing in the middle of a train? You know what, though? It's a musical. It's a musical. Calm down. Calm down, everybody. They're singing in the first place. It's not real. Um, But (laughs) I don't want to see this show without the orchestrations. I mean, because it's jazzy. It's wonderful. And is it... What's the label? Kritzerland? Kritzerland? Yeah, Kritzerland. They, yeah. well, they, they remastered they it. They remastered right. it. That's right. And so, and they, it, they, they did the same thing with Promises, Promises. They did. And this and, and sounds... They, they, they just fixed some of the sound issues that were going on at the time. God, and it sounds gorgeous. Yeah. It sounds absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. They, and every 20 years or so, they try to bring it back. They did a UK production where they actually called it Some Like It Hot with oh, okay. Tommy Steele. Oh, yeah, Tommy Steele. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the last time it's been really here in the United States was 2002 when Tony Curtis um, did it. He played the old guy. Wow. He played the old guy pursuing the Jack Lemmon like character. That, uh, play, play, uh, they did it in San Diego, and then there was a tour of it and all that fun wow. stuff. Um, although I really wanted to see the 2011 production, which took place in Pimlico Prison, where Liar. The, I swear to God, where the prisoners <laughs> did some like it hot the musical. Listen, what do I know? Of all shows they could of have done, all shows. good for them. They should have done West Side Story, but no. But no, they no, didn't. They wanted to do some like it hot. I'm like, good for you guys. Oh no, the, like the campy drama you the queen. Marilyn in. Monroe part. I mean, come on, Bubba in Cell Block Six. <laughs> he was wonderful. He was great. You should have seen his performance. He's going to do it at a Gonquit next summer. Oh We're very God. excited Joyce for him. With Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt. With Joyce DeWitt and Sally Struthers and maybe Kirk Cameron for a special guest oh. appearance after he saves Christmas. Did you ever see those things on Netflix? The, the, the Christian yeah, stuff? Like the yeah, like the Kirk. I mean. God bless. God bless. Nothing, you live know, your life. Live your life. But, but my man. God, Kirk Cameron. Oof. Jeez. Go back to growing he pains. He lives around here, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he really? I, thought, I, thought I didn't know that. Know. No, it was in the West Coast. I don't know. I don't know anything. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. That's the theme song for Growing yeah, Pains. I'm totally. It was well done. I'm going to take a drink now. I used to watch that too when I was a kid. You Did know. you really? Oh, yeah. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio made one of his first appearances That's on that show. That's true. That's oh, really yeah. true. Alan Thicke, father of, uh, of Robin Thicke. Alan <laughs> Thicke. <laughs> 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 He's like the psychiatrist episode. or whatever. He was a psychiatrist. Yeah. He worked from home. You know what? I'll tell you something. My first celebrity crush was on Kirk Cameron. Aww. I don't think he wants to hear that. Nope. Doesn't you know believe in that. You know what? I can't believe I didn't he hates think the, of this. The sin, not the sinner. He... <laughs> <laughs> That's important to me. Um, he uh, he actually lives very close to where I live in uh, Los Angeles, yeah. and I saw him a couple of times at a coffee shop, and I've always wanted to go up to him yeah. and be like, you know, show me that smile again, and be like, you were my first. Yeah, you did it for me, crush. Yeah, but then I feel like he would, you know, get a pitchfork yeah. and yeah, but hate the sin, love the sinner. I always liked Allie from Step by Step. She was the tomboy girl. Allie from I, Step by I Step. Was, was that your crush? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she, she was a tomboy, but not really. But oh, was, really? She was like really cute to me. I yeah. remember her. She was yeah. cute. She was like totally that was a good show. Yeah. 
Patrick Duffy. Yeah. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Step by step. step day by day. day. Wow, we're Sorry. Going way off. I love it. Though. Sorry. All right. So uh, that's great. So yeah, that sugar. was that was mine, which I believe Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers will be doing uh, I can't pretty soon at the Beef and Boards <laughs> Dinner Theater. <laughs> I love Beef and Boards. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. God bless. What's yours? I'm sorry. What's All yours? Right. No, no, no. So mine is, uh, is very selfish because mine is my favorite Broadway singer. Oh my uh, gosh! She is. She is my, I've always loved her voice. I've I've now worked with her before. I have. Um, she's working right now. Um, Judy Kuhn is my favorite. Oh. Always has been. You may know her friends if you're a Disney fan. You know her as the voice, the singing voice of Pocahontas mm. in the movie. But you also know her if you're a fan of the Broadway today. You see her in Fun Home playing the mother in Fun Home. But she's had a, a vast, fast career. She was in the original Les Mis as Cosette in that original production. I was in Les Mis with her and that little blink of a revival that happened in 2005, 2006. She took over as Fontaine. And a little side note, I have to tell the story. So I'm such a fan of, of Judy that I... I when I, I found out she was taking over for Leia Slonga, who was leaving as Fontaine, and I knew Judy was coming in, I, um, I was obviously beyond overjoyed. So that I, I knew that she was having her first sound check at the theater. We played the Broadhurst Theater, and it was like during the day, no one was called. Well, I decided to go to the theater. But I knew that it was like kind of not closed, but it wasn't like you were going to have an audience for a sound check while she sings I yeah. Dreamed a Dream for the first time. But of course, nerdy Kevin was like, I need to hear her sing I Dreamed a Dream for the first time. So what, what do I do is I go to the theater. I go to the balcony. There's a side entrance to the balcony. I get on my hands and knees. I crawl into the balcony so that I, and I'm literally laying on the floor of the balcony and watching her sing I Dreamed a Dream for the first time in street clothes, but full out. And it was unreal. It was spellbounding, just incredible. And then I crawled back to the stairwell and then made my way back down to pretend like I was in my dressing room the whole time and didn't care. Lies, I never all knew lies. That. Yeah, no, total like just, woo, yeah, like obsessed. And That's then cool. and she nailed it and she was just stunning in it. So anyway, my favorite thing of hers is this album. This so she's got a couple solo albums that she has mm-hmm. released, and this specific one that I really like is from 1995. Okay. And it's called Just in Time. Judy Kuhn sings uh, Julie Stein. I've never Speaking heard this. Speaking of Julie Stein, we once again oh were like gosh. themed. And we didn't even plan it to be themed this That's way. That's brilliant. Uh, and it's a solo album. You're really going to love this. So what I like about this album. Now, there are some moments where you definitely know that we are in the 90s because some of the orchestrations are a little, little 90s feel to it slightly. But 
what I really love is that all of these songs are arranged. They're not just at the piano singing a song, but they're completely arranged. The beautiful orchestrations by a man named Larry Moore, who I want to say is sort of like a, he never had like a really big Broadway show, but he has orchestrated everything. He, he'd be actually a great person I to want have Larry on the for the show, he's yeah. Seen so many, he's been a part of so many shows as like kind of a ghost orchestrator and also has a, a, a you know, a lot of shows on his own right. He does a lot of older shows and he'll reorchestrate them for like Good Speed or for other small oh, yeah, I, You know, like Dearest Enemy, that kind of thing. Yeah, and he did a whole bunch of those unsung musicals. Exactly. He did a lot I of think. the, so yeah. it made sense that he was hired. But the her arranger, who really should get a lot of credit for this album, is a man named Michael Skloff. Okay. Does the name ring a bell at all? I think so. I'm going to sing a song that he wrote. Fabulous. I'm assuming it's the same Michael. He also was the original it is because you'll get the connection immediately. I'll be there for you if you're there for me. That's not how I sing everybody, but that's how I sing the Friends theme song that oh Michael Scott wrote because he was married. They just got a divorce a year ago, but um, he was married to Marta Kaufman. And From- he was the... Friends. From Friends, who wrote The Friends Show, who also wrote, as we talked about in one of our very first podcasts, The Personals, Personals. of which he was an original music director. Wow. And so 10 years later, 1995, he does all the arrangements for this album that Judy Kuhn sings on. Uh, it's all her, and it's all his arrangements, and I and it's you get everything from a piano accompaniment, you get everything to medleys. It's a lot of big band jazz sound that Larry Moore so beautifully orchestrates yeah. with a live orchestra, and it's just... Uh, I I love and it's all the songs of Julie Stein, but so she she does the great arrangements of like Just in Time and um, um, all the all the all the hits that you would assume yeah. that she would sing. But then she also does a really fun song like um, I think you're familiar with this, ladies. This is a great comedy song if you're a soprano. But uh, I said no. The yes, one, the song where like it's all about like the guy who's knocking on her door and she's like I said no and you think that he's like trying to come on to her and then she's really just saying no to the subscription to a magazine <laughs> and it's just I gave the punchline away but sorry guys but it's uh it's uh and then but still worth it yeah totally and one of my favorite songs is this you'll never get away from me but it's like this kind of like from gypsy pasta. yeah but it's not like you'll never but it's this like <laughs> you either love it or you hate it but it's. A Braz- like kind of like a Brazilian bossa nova version with this like that had that like oh, 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 instrument going on, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you'll never get away from me. You can climb the tallest. Oh my god! It's fun and it's is silly. this on Amazon or iTunes no, or that's something? That's the thing. You can buy the album on Amazon. I saw there's like one left for like fourteen dollars. I also saw people selling it for like sixty five dollars. <gasps> so like I don't think I'm sure you can Ooh. buy it used for cheaper than that. Okay. It's not on Spotify. I don't think it's on YouTube. Okay. It's I think it's a little hard to find. But it's it's worth it. I mean, it's, okay. if you're having a dinner party, throw it on. If you're like, if you just want to really listen to some great arrangements and orchestrations, check well, it out. And if you're a fan of her voice, yeah. I mean, you just and her her storytelling, you just get great, great, great singing. So the um, next time I do our Judy Kuhn dinner party, exactly, that'll be a new album for to, everyone to, throw to play. It on, they'll yes. love it. They'll <laughs> the music that makes me dance. I mean, like you get to hear. So she not only sings with her soprano, her head voice that you like the Cosette voice, but then you also hear her mix. That's what I love. That that range, yeah. like in like Colors of the Wind and stuff like that, where she really just pulls out all the stops. So if you know, if you really want to hear a great singer who is very I know, uh, adept, uh, you know, knows how to adapt her voice to every single singing style. This album showcases that beautifully. Oh, well, now I gotta, I'll, I'll pay the money. Do it, or I'll send it to. Well, no, I yeah. mean, will I? I don't know. Is that illegal? What? I don't know. To send, I just it, to send it to you. Yeah. No, I want my own. I want, you to hear it. I want my own. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, I'm a collector like that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Do you still have your CD collection? Oh yeah. But I so what I did was nerd alert. Here we go. I'm pushing up my glasses <laughs> on my nose. I. I, I, in fact, I have all of my CDs. I take away the jewel cases, right? Mm-hmm. But I keep all of the inserts. I like everything. And so I have these oh. little plastic sleeves that I put them in. And then I have these black Ikea little boxes that live underneath the couch because they don't need to be on the living room like I'm in college again, which they are always out normally. <laughs> uh, but they live underneath the couch. And they, um, yeah, I have four boxes full. I must have 800. You have 800 CDs? I'd say, yeah, of cast recordings, yeah. Thank God for the Les Mis tour that I was on for two years in 2004 and 2005 because I was able to buy them all then. But yeah, like it was, I went through like a phase where I became a horror for musical theater CDs. Oh my and I, God. And I, and I have like, I love like a good album. Like I love like a, like Dessa Rose, <laughs> yeah. random, but like the, the the guys who wrote Ragtime and, you know, Anastasia, they, Flaherty and Aarons wrote this beautiful um um, show at Lincoln Center called Dessa Rose, but the packaging is like a book and it opens up and I just love that. I love good packaging and I like the photos and I keep all that stuff. That's, you see, I, Do you? I used to have a massive CD collection mm-hmm. and then when I moved uh, to go to grad school to Penn State because I had all this stuff in Los Angeles, I gave it away mm. uh, to, I, I burned them all obviously so I could have them, you know, on my computer but I gave the... <laughs> you the, you burned them all. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I'm <laughs> done with theater. Like the Nazis. Like, I can't believe this. Uh, just like throw them it's gone goodbye yeah. death tree rides again <laughs> um, so no I, I, I starring get, Andy Griffith starring Andy Graham and Dolores Gray what <laughs> a good show that's another Harold that's, that's gotta show. be another one yeah. for us um, but you know what happened so I, I burned them all and I gave I gave them away but then when I got to Penn State I don't know if all colleges do this we used to have something at Penn State called interlibrary loan where you could go and, like, for example, I want the CD to Olympus on my mind. Oh. And if the Penn, Penn State didn't have it, there were all these different libraries that were connected. And so they would then send it to Penn State, and you could pick it up. Wow. So I, I have maybe about, like, 900 cast recordings but it all came but i never bought them do you know what i mean it came because through the library you lived in an era when you could you could burn them then like i don't think i burned <laughs> no i'm sorry not to sound like but like i, you, mean, I so, did not you I didn't did burn not, them on wax no, you didn't you I did not, no, but you know what i mean like i yeah. i don't think i could burn things you onto could, no. a digital device back and when i went to school in 1998 like I, we didn't you didn't like. You just Were you in college in ninety eight or yeah, high school yeah, in ninety eight? I went to high, I went to college in ninety eight. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So I would. Well, I, there was uh, uh, you oh, could, Napster. You could like burn <laughs> discs, other discs, but you. I don't remember burning them onto the computer to listen to them digitally, like an MP three. I don't think you could no, back then. I would have, like, or at least we didn't know how to do just it make back another then. Disc. You would have to have a double disc drive, and then wow, we're really going off. But I, yeah, yeah, I only yeah. had CDs. I only had CDs. Yeah, yeah. and I, and vinyl. I had a lot of vinyl, and then. I got. I usually got rid of the vinyl once, like the new CD. Yep. Like once it got issued on CD. Like totally. I think my Sugar yep. album went away I, when I got my Sugar CD. Me. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. I don't think I owned any contemporary music, which was horrible of me. Mm, no, no, I don't think I had anything. A friend of mine. I don't know if I told this during the podcast. Once a friend of mine got me for my birthday. I think it was a Green Day or a No Doubt CD, and I lost my Pippin jewel case, mm-hmm. so I put my Pippin CD. In the green day. So it looks so cool. So so until you cool. open it up and you're like, you're Pippin, open, everybody? You're like, who wants to hear War is a Science? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite one. Festrada, anybody? If anyone? 
Anyone want to spread a little sunshine? <laughs> oh, oh my man, gosh! That's good. Yeah. yeah so, so anyway, good. yeah. So <laughs> this, yeah, Judy Kuhn, just in time. Sugar, Julie Stein, Bob Merrill, nice. Robert Morris, Tony Roberts, amazing. And uh, please, you know what? If you're looking for a fun show to do, look at Sugar. Yeah. You know, doesn't always have to be Funny Girl. Doesn't always have to be Fiddler. Fiddler. You know, could be something a little different. Could yeah. be sugar. Um, but get those orchestrations. Get yourself a good jazz band. That's right. Because you deserve it. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'll be honest with you, throwing it out there. I think if they revived it, I want to see Norbert Leo Butts. Ooh. And I want to see Brian Stokes Mitchell. And I think they would be wonderful together. I like that combo. Yep. We'll do Let's that. Do it. Or if they want, we can do Stephen Pasquale. And we could do... Brian Darcy, Jim. we have or options. Rob Schneider and Kevin David Thomas, or Rob Schneider. Maybe see, we'll do a little performance. You should be in it, and I could direct it. Okay. So if there's a theater out there, if for some reason you know Kirk Cameron's not showing up for his production of you know Agnes of God, it's my favorite. I don't know why I love Agnes of God. So going Agnes of God. Really like it. It's, well, because you sit in drama class, and the, every like always Agnes they always God. do. It's like, always okay. Like, let's be honest. It's Agnes of God. Yeah. Key exchange. You know Key Exchange? No, oh, they I, used I, to do that one all the time at my college. And Boy's Life. Oh, yeah. Boy's Life. Wow. Can I borrow your apartment? Why? I want to bring this girl back. No! That was, I mean, that was pretty much <laughs> wow. the whole Wow, sounds like a Friends episode, but yeah. It was it pretty, much, <laughs> it pretty much. But those were the scenes you always saw. And if you were a guy, you always had to do the Biff and Happy scene from or, Death of a Salesman. Yep, always. Or, uh, and if you had a guy-girl scene, always like uh, the Golden Boy, which we talked oh, about Oh, Golden Boy was a big yes. one? Oh, no. my. <laughs> we're all, all our town, our ta- too. View from the bridge. Oh. If I take a little bird and I put it into my hand and I don't let the bird... Sergio Franchi. I'm sorry, Sergio. But those were always it. Those were always the the, the scenes from your drama class you yeah, got. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh. That was like a whole no, tangent. That was a whole other tangent. <laughs> anyway, Sugar. Uh, just in time. Judy Kuhn sings Julie Stein. And uh, take a listen. Tell us what you think, and we will see you next weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye. Drops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.